0: See Price is with us in Australia. Morning, mate. G'day, Dan. Now, Elbow, uh, how big a deal do Australians think this is? He's landed in China and here he is. He, I think he said when he arrived, just being here is part of the big deal. They said, is anything going to happen? He goes, well, me just being here is part of the big deal. Is it a big deal?
1: Well, if, you, um, if you're if you exporting uh, Western Australian crayfish or your penfolds and you're trying to sell grain Grange Hermitage, it's a big deal. And, and if you're a barley farmer, it's probably a big deal. But if you're living in suburban Australia... And we'll get onto this in a moment with the potential of another interest rate rise tomorrow. Probably not. They would prefer the Prime Minister to be back in the country. Um, there's a news poll out today that's not good for him. But the one I want to uh, highlight, uh, Mike, is a poll that was in the Sunday papers yesterday by Redbridge, which he basically backs up what happened during that voice referendum. And it says, I mean, it's taking a leap of faith, but it, interpreting the figures, it says that a lot of the working class Australians have turned against the Labor government. This is a Redbridge poll. It found that uh, Labor's primary vote had dropped 4% since August. Now, it's only a poll of 1,200 people, but it found 50% of those people don't think the government's priorities are right, which goes exactly to the point that you're trying to make there, that it's one, it's all well and good to be, to be on the, the international stage and going to the White House and having a steak dinner and then turning up in China. But if you're trying to pay your mortgage... Uh, back in Australia, and you see the price of fuel at the petrol pump and the price of food in the supermarket, Mm. you don't much care that he's going to shake hands with Xi Jinping, and that'll happen later tonight, your time.
0: Okay. Is anything, I think I asked you this last week, and I don't think it's changed, does anything tangible come out of it, or is this just a, we had a spat, we're a little bit over it now, so things are getting along better, and nice to see you.
1: To be fair, I think the tangible thing out of it is the trade trade discussions. China wants to get involved in a trade pact that we have with you and other countries in the Pacific. We've not let them in so far. Australia and Japan has voted against that. The other, I guess, tangible thing is that it's quite obvious that the number of Chinese students that have been allowed out of China and back into Australia has certainly grown. I mean, our, our lack of rental space would say that's happened and you've just got to walk around the streets of Melbourne and Sydney and you can see the Chinese students are back. So, those two things have happened. Chinese tourists are not here yet. Uh, maybe that might help with that. Um, look, you, you can't knock the PM for being the first Australian Prime Minister in seven years since Malcolm Turnbull went there to go, to be asked to go, to be invited to go and to go. I mean, you can't. You, you wouldn't say no, would no, you? No, of course not, because well, they're a major player. Speaking of those interest
0: rates, it that it, it's going to go. They're going to pull the trigger, aren't they?
1: Seems like it. Most economists say that that's going to happen. So that'll be another... 0.25% after four pauses, but interestingly, one of the big uh, one of the big banks has uh, already gone. ANZ and ING followed them, so they've hiked their rate ahead of tomorrow's meeting. But a lot of the uh, the figures now show, and this is a pretty disturbing figure: if the RBA does push the rate higher, uh, according to a company called Digital Finance Analytics, that would put 2,133,842 households in, with a mortgage in Australia in negative cash flow position, which means wow. they're spending more than they earn. Now, obviously, you can you can sell assets to get around that, but if you've got no assets to sell, that's a lot of people uh, who the mortgage and their weekly living costs means that they're going underwater that is a really bad thing
0: here's what we've had in this country and uh, give me your version of it we we talked much about the mortgage cliff and how it was going to be a disaster and everyone's coming off two percent going to six or seven percent it hasn't happened in other words that has happened in terms of interest rates but in terms of people being so stressed they've got to sell their house it hasn't happened has it happened in australia
1: no it hasn't Uh, and in fact uh figures out last week Show that uh, real estate prices continue to grow, particularly in Sydney and Melbourne. Now, largely that's pushed by immigration numbers, but no, we've not seen that happen. Uh, people have obviously just altered their their way of living, and they're they're, they're saving money by not buying other things. And I suspect that is uh, things like going out yes. and spending right. you know money that they that they would normally spend on social outings. <clears throat> I think that was probably evident at the uh, derby at Flemington on Saturday where the crowd was 70,000. Pre-COVID, that number would have been more like 100,000. So there's, you know, 30,000 people missing.
0: So what do you reckon is going to happen to the Melbourne Cup tomorrow then?
1: Well, there's only one New Zealand horse in it and it's 100 to 1. So if you're listening to me and you want to have a bit of a, a bet that backs the, the, the your, your local favourite, that's Virtuous Circle at 100 to 1 got a jockey called Craig Hewitt on it and apparently it was pretty good uh, earlier in autumn but it's not running all that well so I wouldn't be backing that. What I'm going to tell you to do, uh, there's two French horses of the favourites, Gold Trip that won it last year at $4.40 and the ban which is the outright favourite at $3.20. So I'd put those two into a box trifecta and just bear in mind I know nothing about racing, uh, with a, whole, a horse called Solcombe, which mm. comes from Great Britain, owned by a bunch of Richmond footballers. That's why I'm tipping it. Uh, and I wouldn't mind having a look at, at a horse that uh, is ridden by a female jockey called Moore Felons at $34. The reason I say that, we've only ever had one woman win Michelle Payne the Melbourne Cup on 100-to-1 chance. Every chance Jamie Carr, who was in good form on the weekend on Derby Day would be the one to back. So that's horses one. uh, It is horses five, six, and 20.
0: Fantastic. And if I put a tenner on that, what do I get?
1: Uh, A couple of grand if if all felons gets up.
0: Oh, geez. Okay. All right. I'll do that. Good on you, mate. We'll see you Wednesday. See how good you are. Steve Price out of Australia. By the way, those pandas are mentioned from the South Australians at the moment. Hu Xintao. He personally offered them during a visit to Sydney. Uh, and I just was reminded of this when Steve was talking about the student market. The international student market was soaring past the $20 billion mark. Uh, the Chinese giant Petro China had signed a contract that would deliver gas to China for the next 20 years. And now the future of Wang Wang and Funi is under threat. Negotiations begin to extend their loan to the Adelaide Zoo. So that'll be part of um, Elbow's trip at the moment.
1: For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk B from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.